Keep your major purpose strictly to yourself. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It is our Flashback Friday episode. We go way back. I think this one's from the 1940s with Napoleon Hill, who is the author of Think and Grow Rich, probably the most famous personal development book of all time. And I love this clip because I have learned over time to keep my goals to myself. I don't think anybody knows my goals. It's just me. I have it like written on a card and written in a blue book. And if somebody comes to my house, like I hide those things. I just keep them to myself. Nobody needs to know. Why is that? Because when you have goals and you reveal your goals to people, it just opens up the invitation for people to hate on you. It to kind of like inject their doubts and their fears into your mind. And honestly, I don't want anything to do with it. I just want to know what my goal is. I want to move toward it. I want to overcome the obstacles and eventually I'm going to get it and I don't need any outside interference. And so Napoleon Hill talks about his best tips on carrying out your major purpose in life and not sharing your goals is absolutely one of them. And so here's Napoleon Hill. Your whole life should be devoted to carrying out your major purpose in life. Find out what it is you want. And incidentally, uh, it's all right to be uh, modest like I am (laughs) when you go to asking for what you want, but don't be too modest. Uh, Reach out and uh, ask for a bounty. Ask for the things that you are sure you're entitled to, but in asking, be sure that you don't overlook the subsequent instructions I'm going to give you about what it is you're going to give in return for what you expect. Second, write out a clear, definite outline of the plan or plans by which you intend to achieve the object of your purpose and state the maximum of time within which you intend to attain it. And describe it in detail precisely what you intend to give in return for the realization of the object of your purpose. Make your plan flexible enough to permit changes any time you are inspired to do so. Remembering that infinite intelligence may present you with a better plan than yours and oftentimes will if you are definite about what you want. Have any of you ever had a hunch that you couldn't describe, (laughs) you couldn't explain away? You know what a hunch is? It's your subconscious mind trying to get an idea over to you and oftentimes you are too indifferent to even let the subconscious mind talk to you for a few moments. I've heard people say, well, I had the darndest fool idea today, (laughs) but that darn fool idea, you know, might have been a million dollar idea if you'd have listened to it and have done something about it. Uh, Have great respect for these hunches that come to you because there's something outside of yourself trying to communicate with you, undoubtedly. I have a great respect for these hunches that come to me and they come to me uh, constantly. And uh, I find them always related to something that my mind's been dwelling upon, something that I want to do, something that I'm uh, engaged in. 
Write out a clear, definite outline of the plan or plans and state the maximum of time within which you intend to attain it. Now, that timing is important, very important. Don't uh, write out as your definite major aim that I intend to become the best salesman in the world or that I intend to become the uh, best employee in my organization or that I intend to make a lot of money. Uh, That's not definite. Whatever it is that you consider to be your major objective in life, write it out clearly and time it. I intend to attain within blank number of years, so and so, and then go ahead and describe so and so, what it is. And then in the next paragraph down below, I intend to give in return for the thing that I request, so and so, and then go ahead and describe it. Now, this business of timing, you know, um, nature has a system of timing everything. If you go out, if you're a farmer, you want to plant some wheat in the field, you go out and you prepare that ground, you sow the wheat at the right season of the year, and uh, then after you sow it, you go back the next day with the harvester and start harvesting, the very next day. Well, isn't anybody going to catch me up on that one? (laughs) What do you wait for? For nature to do her part. Infinite intelligence or God or whatever you want, it's all, no matter what you call it, we're talking about the same thing, but there is an intelligence that does its part if you do your part first. Intelligence is not going to direct you to nor attract to you the object of your major purpose unless you know what it is. And unless you properly time it, it'd be quite ridiculous if you started out with only a mediocre talent and said that you're going to make a million dollars within the next 30 days. It'd be quite ridiculous. In other words, make your major purpose within reason of what you know you're able to, uh, to deserve. And next, keep your major purpose strictly to yourself, except insofar as you will receive further instructions on this subject in the lesson on the mastermind. Now, why do I, why do I suggest that you keep your major purpose to yourself? Well, the reason, of course, that you don't disclose your major purpose to other people is that there are a lot of uh, idle, curious people in this world who like to stand on the sidelines and stick their toes out when you go by, especially if you've got a high head and look like you're going to accomplish more in life than they are. And for no good reason at all, as you go along, they stick their toes out and just to see you fall. They'll throw monkey wrenches in your machinery. They don't have monkey wrenches, they'll put sand in your gearbox. But they will uh, slow you down. Why? Because of the envy of mankind. Now, the only way to speak about your definite major purpose is in action after the fact and not before the fact, after you've achieved it. That is, speak for itself. Let it speak for itself. The only way anybody can afford to boast or brag about himself is not by words, but by deeds. And then if you do, if the deeds are engaged in, you don't need any words. They speak for themselves. Now, about making your plan flexible, don't, uh, <clears throat> don't become determined that the plan you worked out is perfect just because you worked it out. You'll make a mistake if you do that. Leave your plan flexible. Give it a good trial, and if it's not working properly, change it. Next, to call your major purpose into your consciousness as often as may be practical. Eat with it. Sleep with it. And take it with you wherever you go, keeping in mind the fact that your subconscious mind can thus be influenced to work for its attainment while you sleep. 
your conscious mind is a very jealous mind. It stands guard and doesn't want anything to get by except the things that you are afraid of and the things that you're very enthusiastic about. And especially the things that you are afraid of. It does let those get by sometimes too. But generally speaking, if you want to plant an idea in your subconscious mind, you have to do it with a tremendous amount of faith, tremendous amount of enthusiasm. You've got to rush the conscious mind so that it steps aside and lets you go through to the subconscious because of your enthusiasm and your faith. And then repetition is a marvelous thing too. The conscious mind finally gets tired of hearing you say a thing over and over and over. It says, all right, if you bound to repeat that I can't stand here and watch you forever go on in there and take it into sub and see what he'll do with it that's the way it works this, uh, this conscious mind is a very contrary thing and you know it, le- it learns all of the things that won't work did you know that it has a tremendous stock of things that won't work and things that are not right and it has a tremendous stock <clears throat> of old pieces of string horseshoes nails like some misers gather up a whole stock of those things lying around. Useless trash that it's gathered. Impedimentia that you don't need. And that's the kind of stuff it's feeding to your subconscious mind. Every night, just before you go to bed, you should give your subconscious mind some sort of an order for the night. What it is you want done. I should say the healing of your body. Certainly the body needs repairing every day. When you lay the carcass down for sleep, by turn it over to the infinite intelligence and request your subconscious mind to go to work and heal every, every cell in your body, every organ, and to give you tomorrow morning a perfectly conditioned body in which the mind may function. Uh, don't go to bed uh, without giving orders to your subconscious mind. Tell it what you want. Get in the habit of telling it what you want. If you keep on long enough, it'll believe you and deliver what you ask for. And therefore, you better be careful about what you ask for, because if you keep on asking for it, you're going to get it. I wonder if you wouldn't be surprised if you knew uh, right now what you've been asking for back down through the years. Have you ever thought of that? You've been asking for it. Sure you have. Everything that you have that you don't want, you've been asking for it. Maybe by neglect. Maybe by neglect. Maybe you didn't tell the subconscious mind what you really wanted, and that stocked up on a lot of stuff you didn't want. It works that way. Now, here are some important factors in connection with your definite major purpose. First of all, it should represent your greatest purpose in life, the one single purpose which, above all others, you desire to achieve and the fruits of which you are willing to leave behind you as a monument to yourself. Now, that's what your definite major purpose should be. I'm not talking about your minor purposes. Now, I'm talking about your major overall purpose, your lifelong purpose. And believe me, friends, if you don't have an overall lifelong purpose, you're, wasting, you're just wasting the better portion of your life. All right, that was excellent old school stuff from Mr. Napoleon Hill. That comes from an audio program called Napoleon Hill in his own words. It's a 10-hour audio program you can get on audible.com for $2.95. One more time, that's called Napoleon Hill 
in his own words. And of course, I highly recommend his book, Think and Grow Rich. And when you read it, don't just read it once. Read it at least a dozen times and you will notice that every single time you read it, you just have all of these new insights. It's amazing what happens when you read that book. Your whole perception of life completely changes. And so pick that one up. That's it for me this week. I will see you on Monday. I hope you enjoyed this week's episodes of the quote of the day. I will see you next time. Peace. Thank you.